Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. On the phone, so very excited to chat with this man. Now, he represents an era of Kiss that an entire generation grew up on, and he's kind of doing it on his own, but he's got the band's support, and he supports the band and what they're doing, and I cannot wait to chat with him. On the phone, of course, the legendary Bruce Kulig. Bruce, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, uh, greetings from Fargo here. When is the last time that you were in our great town here? Oh, God. You know, I know we did a casino where we might have flew into, this is with Grand Funk, where it was kind of in between you guys and Minneapolis, and we probably flew into Fargo. Okay. I know years ago, much more than in the last four or five years ago, we did an event in Fargo. Um, And, you know, people love rock and roll there. I know that. But... Um, it was just, yeah, I do have to mention that that one time that Grand Funk, we were there, so meaning we were probably less than an hour from Fargo, and <laughs> <laughs> it was like 24 below, it was like torture, <laughs> and, it, and they couldn't right. start the, you know, proper kind of comfortable limousine, you know, a vehicle to take us to the airport, and we had to be in one of the like, kind of casino shuttle type <laughs> things, you know, which has no heat, you know what I mean? Right. So by the time I got to the Fargo airport, it was like, must put on more socks before I lose my toes, you know. So uh, I don't know how you guys deal with it, but God bless you all for dealing with that cold up there. Well, I tell you what, uh, 2020 seems to be off to a, a great start. You got a lot going on and a lot coming up. Uh, feeling good about the year so far, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's always interesting, and, and, and I find, you know, you, you enjoy the holidays, and I don't travel as much then, um, and then you realize, okay, it's, you know, January, and, and things sometimes can start up pretty um, busy, but generally not. You know, people are just getting back into the swing of things, and the music business, January isn't, isn't usually your big slam in time for events, but that's when everyone's planting the seeds for everything that's to come, and obviously... That's exactly how it happened, where the first couple of weeks were just kind of like not sure, you know, um, how busy I'd be and when. And then all of a sudden, uh, Fast and Furious, everything started to happen <laughs> from, you know, a trip that I'll be doing to uh, Scotland to do some guitar clinics wow. uh, and the U.K., which is kind of exciting. I haven't gone international in uh, three years now. And then, of course, uh, being invited on the Kiss Cruise, Kiss Cruise 10, Wow. Which will be at the end of, um, you know, it starts on like the 30th of October. Yeah. Um, and there's some other things related to that that are always exciting. Um, I, w- I have plans that got picked up from li- late last year when I mentioned that I want to record with my cruise band. Yeah. Because they're really talented and we all live here in Vegas. So, um, in fact, yesterday I got together and went over a few things with Todd, the singer, Todd Kearns. And, um, you know, I'm just excited about that. So, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been setting up to be uh, um, going to be a busy year. And, and obviously I, I can't forget that uh, I just keep seeing more and more dates added to that Grand Funk schedule, which uh, uh, wisely the publicist, which I appreciated them doing, gave it a kind of a name, you know, to some kind of wonderful tour. Because yeah. it's technically 
our 20th year together yeah. in the version, and at the same time, probably the, uh, I think it's exactly the 51st year of Grand Funk, you know, from the, you know, when it started, which is pretty, pretty wild, too, you know, so. Yeah. In fact, we have a, a gig this uh, weekend here in Vegas, and uh, something in California on Saturday, so I don't have to fly as far, but <laughs> the, the band has, uh, you know, quite a few dates already set up throughout the year, and uh, it's a terrific group. That's fantastic. Well, congratulations on 20 years. I was actually going to bring that up. Congrats on 20 mm-hmm. years with Grand Funk. What a what an amazing ride, and we've caught a bunch of those shows when they've been in the area, so can't wait Good. for another one. Hopefully that uh, you, you'll be celebrating and coming back to it near Fargo uh, in twenty. Yeah, and it won't be in that. the winter, let's hope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned your killer uh, Kiss Cruise Band. I mean, if anybody's been following you on social media, you guys mm-hmm. killed on stage, and now you're talking about doing uh, an album together this year. I want to ask you, there's a lot of different ways people are putting out albums this year. Uh, obviously, they do the old school way of, let's get you a track, and then six weeks later, we'll do another track, and we'll do that for right. a couple of months until we drop the album. And then you've got those who just, bam, they don't even come out with a single. It's the entire body of work, the album, here yep. you go, everything. What is your preference on dropping new music? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, first of all, I, I know we will do something physical, because I know that my my Kiss fans are going to want to hold a CD, even though the way people share music now um, is way different. I mean, I enjoy streaming things, too, even though I still, if I, if I like something, I want probably the CD. I probably want, if, if the, if the you know, product's available on vinyl, I want that, too. You know, I, that's me. But um, I don't know yet it, if, if it would be anything where we start out with just one track and then tease everybody and, uh, and and then do more. And I don't even know if it's going to be a full, like, typical 10 to 12 song album. It may just be an EP of, you know, four to five songs, six songs. I'm not sure yet. Um, because it all depends on a lot of things with with uh, our schedule and, and knowing what we um, will be excited by, you know. But sure. it's going to be a, a labor of love and, and something um, it, long overdue for me, especially. Uh, I certainly could have started to think about finally another solo record, but I really was attracted to having... BK3 is something I just celebrated 10 years in the month of February of the release, and I actually hadn't put out anything new with my name on it, but, but, you know, in this case, it could be me, you know, featuring... the mob is what I call them, the Vegas yeah. mob, members of Bruce's band, which I, which I just came up with because it was easy to text them that way, you know, and then it stuck. I remember my iPad suddenly, it didn't even know I was calling it the Vegas mob. I called it mob, and then it, all of a sudden it stuck in Vegas mob. I love I, it. it was like my iPad was telling me, that's what you should call them, you know what I mean? So um, anyway, th- these guys are terrific, and, and I'm very, very proud to uh, have the opportunity to work with them yeah. and uh, and that's a whole nother thing just to fit in in between all the grand funk gigs all those guys are, are very busy with projects and things and then of course we'll get together um, certainly for the cruise and if anything else comes up that that, that we can do you know but it is great to know how enthusiastic they are about my era of kiss yeah. kiss in general they're big kiss fans and then of course for us to um, actually you know get our hands on new material that we make our own, which I think will be very accessible, meaning that people who are fans of mine will, will really enjoy. You know, I mean, the, the, the stuff that I 
went over yesterday, for example, with Todd, was just it was just exciting to hear. And my wife Lisa was like, "Oh, I haven't heard that in a while," you know, because I had a demo from last year of something. Right. And then next thing you know, you're hearing it again, and you're all excited. So it's going to be exciting to be creative that way. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Fantastic. You know, and we we talk a lot about this, but you you've had a tremendous career. Of course, uh, a lot of people know you from Kiss, but you've also done stuff with Union. You've done your solo stuff. You've obviously been with Grand Funk Railroad now for for 20 years. And in yep. fact, fun fact for for some fans who may not know, you even kind of got to start in a band called Blackjack with the legendary Michael Bolton. So, of course, again, a lot of people know you from Kiss, but is your work in Kiss as a guitar player the work that you're most proud of, or is there actually a different piece that's your favorite? Yeah, that's a really good question. You got to remember with the 12 years of Kiss, right? Yeah. I really did get to, get to showcase so many different styles. You know, each Kiss album did have its own flavor in a sense, you know. I, I, all right, I just did a little ghost guitar work on Animal Eyes, so let's not even count that. But then you look at Asylum, which was my first record. In, in a way, I was just trying to earn my, my um, status with the band. Uh, you know, now we're recording an Electric Lady. So I was almost like Gene and Paul's puppet in a way. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to play? You know, with, you know. And, and the guitar playing was so flashy then. Sure. You were talking 85, you know, the, the Van Halen's at the top of the world, you know, speed speedy, flashy guitar players, hammer-ons, you know, whammy bars. Right. Um, you know, so there was a few, of, you know, like a lot of those riffs. Then Crazy Nights, we get not Nevison involved, Ron Nevison, a real song guy. Right. So suddenly, as much as I'm showing off my styles, I I'm, I'm have to, you know, really add, a, add, add things to a song that might make it uh, radio-friendly, if you get what I mean. Right. And, Next thing you know, we're off to, um, you know, after the Smashes record, we get into Hot in the Shade, and then there's acoustic guitar solo for Forever, which is completely different, yeah. right? Uh, and Hot in the Shade wasn't as flashy with the guitar playing. It was meant to be more meat and potatoes. And then we get to Revenge with Bob Ezrin, and there's a lot of different styles there yeah. for me. Carnival Souls being another one that's just dark and heavy, of course, and yeah. crazy detuned riffs. And Unplugged was, you know, during my era, which was an acoustic way of me performing all the Kiss stuff, which really showcased a, another, you know, facet of my playing. Right. And then, of course, uh, Alive 3, which I call the supercharged version of Kiss, because, <laughs> of course, we did songs from the past and, and from my era. Right. So, in a way, I still see the body of work with Kiss as being a great way to see what I'm capable of, okay? And if anything else that stands out, even though I love, like, I did some work with Billy Squire, mm-hmm. you know, that was pre-Kiss on Tale of the Tape. Right. You know, and there's a couple of really cool solos that was an earlier version of me that I'm very proud of. And Billy's album is terrific, by the way. But yeah. but some of my solo records, I, I delve even a little more intensely into who I am, if right. you get what I mean. Sure. So, um, but certainly those years of Kiss... For me to be involved with Unholy, which is like crazy, right? Oh. In the sense of riffs. Yeah. And um, and then Forever, which is like your acoustic ballad. Right. You know? uh, that's a pretty varied uh, uh, styles, you know, from, from me as a guitarist. So yeah. um, I'm proud of that. I want to ask, uh, obviously, again, getting into what you all have coming up this year. There's so much and we can't, we can't wait to uh, get, you know... The material that you're going to be putting out with your Vegas band, please keep us in mind. We're going to be cranking oh, that up here on the show. But what I wanted Absolutely. to mention, too, is 
I don't think there was a more exciting time for KISS fans when you and Ace were both on stage together at MTV Unplugged. And now I understand this year you're actually uh, part of his new album that's coming up here in a couple of months. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, he reached out to me and I was, you know, um, obviously excited about it. And we're both Hendrix fans, so it turned out to be a Hendrix track. And, um, you know, I know I know we finished it, you know, at some point last year. I'm not sure exactly when he had it already and mixed, but... Uh, is coming out uh, in, in this spring, I think, and that's pretty cool. You know, Ace and I have always had a, a you know a very very healthy uh, relationship. Uh, he's a funny guy, and he's just <laughs> an icon. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fans just um, uh, you know they tattoo themselves <laughs> with Ace, and uh, <laughs> he always creates quite quite a crowd. And and he's earned that. You know, being such a uh, important part of. of Kiss's success, you know, right. and uh, but the one good thing is because it's easy for him to be critical of anyone past him. He hasn't been, and I always appreciate that. I think he saw that I was respectful of his riffs, and yet I I had my own voice in in, in on guitar, of sure. course, in in Kiss for the for my era, and and that uh, that mutual respect is it goes a long way. So uh, I'm I'm very uh, I'm, I'm fortunate that that we we both. Uh, you know, kind of understand our role in in, in this, and uh, yeah. uh, it, I'm looking forward to uh, the reaction from the fans from from that new record too. For him, absolutely. Now, anybody that's tuning in and listening to our conversation, and I know there's a lot of them out there because people have been chomping at the bit for the last 24 hours. Can't wait to hear what Bruce has to say and what he's up to. And uh, obviously, anybody tuning in. There's so much history, uh, not just with KISS, but just your career in general. You, There's so many things that you've done and maybe a lot of things that fans aren't aware of. Have you personally ever thought about coming out with a book? You know, um, it was over 10 years ago when I thought about a book and I actually started writing it with a friend of mine in the industry. And then I kind of hit the brakes because by the time we even like looked at it uh, to you know shop it a little bit, yeah. everybody was asking for you know like a Motley Crue, the Dirt, uh-huh. which is not my life if right. you get what I mean. Sure. Uh, and look look at the you know the mileage that Motley Crue <laughs> could get out of that even yeah. a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, my my career has been much more uh, you know a, a musician who's grateful to work and yeah. even though there's some. I think I have some incredible stories that people don't know that I have been kind of saving for what you just suggest, you know, asked about. Right. Um, I haven't quite gotten to that, but I do want it to be um, something, you know, that's my journey, and I want to share a lot of uh, what goes into all these things that I'm, I'm you know, known for and, and kind of the behind the scenes of how, how they happen, you know, and it's not going to be so much a personal, you know, um, you know, expose on on famous people. A lot of people in books, that's what they tend to do. Right. And I'm not saying that's wrong, you know, because they, they probably uh, recognize that people would love to hear what a famous artist uh, talks about his partner, you know, from that famous band. You right. know, I, I get that. And maybe it is something that those those people need to get off their chest, you know. Sure. But I, I know I want it to be more about my journey and not so much uh, uh, about... Um, you know what I think of everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So obviously, again, I'm not looking for dirt here, but uh, what I did want to mention is not long ago, Doc McGee, uh, manager of Kiss, came out uh, in an interview saying that they'd like to potentially bring all the Kiss members back for the final show to go out and do uh, some songs together. If that does happen, what song does Bruce want to do with the band to ride out on the sunset 
and be represented for the era for the era that he represented with Kiss. Nice, yeah, and I know you know. By the way, that comment is getting a lot of press from Todd. I'd love to hear when Gene and Paul mention it too. But I do think they they want to you know do a big thing at the very end. You know, but what exactly it is, who knows? Yeah. Well, I, I would obviously hope that uh, a song like "Tears Are Falling" and "Hide Your Heart," you know, things from my era um, could be represented you know that's what i would look forward to right uh there's no reason necessarily for me to do you know some of the 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 regular classics like a love gun or a strutter or anything but um there's enough songs that they they like crazy nights would be fun and then maybe there could be one of those magical big you know rock and roll nights with with as many people that they uh uh, can muster up to be on stage you know that's that that's been in the band to be up there That'd Absolutely. Cool. Oh, that would be great. And uh, but I'm not dictating what's going to happen. No, 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 no. That's for sure. I don't. I think there's only two people in the world who know what's going to happen. I know. <laughs> I, well, Doc likes to think, but it probably is just Gene and Paul. You know, right? Exactly. I want. And, and you know, there's so much time yet until until. Uh, they, they, I would imagine early next year is when they really need to map out those final uh, six or seven months. Sure. You get what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And how they want to wind things down. And it really is incredible, even from me on the sidelines. And, of course, I've been involved with the cruises recently, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah. But watching all this, you know what I mean, unfold. And and, uh, and they do have that incredible show out on the road. Like I'm very close with uh, Eric, and I still keep in touch with Gina Paul and all, and Tommy as well. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, it's it's been a wonderful ride, you know, and I still feel connected, even if I'm not on, you know, touring or on stage with them, as you know. Well, well, like I said, you know, you represent an era of Kiss that an entire generation grew up to, and in fact, exactly. I even admitted it. Um, I didn't even know of the makeup version of Kiss. That's where I came in. Yeah, uh, right. The well, the yeah. Asylum album is awesome. actually where I came well, in, you. and so yeah. it took it took a while. But yep. I grew up to you, Eric Carr, of course, Eric Singer, and big fan yep. of Eric Eric Carr. Uh, God rest to soul and uh, yep. so thank you for carrying on that era of kiss and waving the flag and, and remembering that there's an entire generation of us that love that music love you follow your career what you're doing so we appreciate Great. everything you're doing i want your opinion on one thing and again it's just an opinion mm-hmm. uh obviously kiss such a big product and there was even again musings in the news about how this band might even carry on once gene and paul have hung up their their boots and yep. Kiss would con- continue uh, without them. Is that even possible? I mean, you know, I, I know I've you know read that. I've, I've had discussions with Eric Singer, especially about it. You know, you got to remember that that in in a way, um, it's best if they could control what would be ultimately the ultimate tribute to Kiss. Right. I mean, you know, them handpicking people. She called that Kiss. I, 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 that that just I don't know how my brain processes that. <laughs> But it's their brand, it's their decision to figure out what to do moving on, right. you know, once they've actually hung up, you know, the, 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 the touring entity. Yeah. Does it become a blue man group? You know what I mean? And there's like <laughs> uh, groups of, uh, you know, kind of like licensed kiss around the world. Right. I don't know. Right. I mean, you know, but these guys are... Um, they dream big, and, they, and they're smart, yeah. so anything's possible. Again, Bruce, yep. thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you, and uh, hopefully you come to uh, near Fargo in yeah, 2020. Yeah. Of course. Love uh, to. All right. Well, thanks again, man. You bet.